Hello, welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. I'm Prue Cook from Nine Creeks Consulting. I'm here chatting with Michael Moody from Frontier Farming Systems and a long-term friend of Mally Sustainable Farming. Hello, Michael, and welcome to the MSF podcast. Good morning, Prue. Thanks for having me. Now, Michael, it's mid-April. We've just had some widespread rain. We've got growers who have either just recently completed or are completing soil amelioration and sowing is well and truly upon us. So we want to talk to you today about sowing after amelioration and how to set yourself up for success. Firstly, let's talk about preparing the ground. What do we need to do here and how will the recent rain influence this? I guess if we've gone to the effort of ameliorating our soil, we want to be really careful that we're uh, going to achieve the best benefits that we can out of that process. And one of the biggest risks, obviously, post-amelioration is establishing that first crop. And given that the the soil will be very soft, trafficability in both cedars and sprayers is difficult. We need to try and do our best to prepare the ground. And one of the things that we've seen with growers and we've also seen in some trial results that we've looked at is rolling can make a, a big difference to how firm that sort of seed bed is post-amelioration. So using a, a heavy steel drum roller is been successful for a lot of growers to just reconsolidate that sort of topsoil and put a bit more firmness into there so that when the cedar passes back over or the self-propelled sprayer passes back over, it's not sinking as as far into the soil as it might when it hasn't been rolled. So we've covered what to do to the soil pre-sowing. What do we need to consider when it comes to actually sowing into soft ground? So when we're sowing back into ameliorated ground, which is soft, the two things that can happen, obviously, the machinery isn't supported above the ground as well, and we see machinery sinking in further than it normally would. This can have a few drawbacks. One is if your seed hasn't got some sort of seed depth regulation, such as parallelogram seeding systems, that seeding bar is going to sow the seed deeper than it normally would. But also what we've seen even on parallelogram seeding bars, we can get an excessive soil throw than you might than you might otherwise get because the, the seeded bar is working deeper into the soil. Uh, therefore, that particularly that front time is working deeper and, and throwing soil over in neighbouring rows. So this can have a few drawbacks. Obviously, it's increasing the depth of the rows that the soil is being thrown onto. And typically where you see this is seeding rows at the front of the bar are the ones that are, that are impacted because the seeding tines at the back of the bar are throwing throwing onto adjacent rows, thereby increasing that soil depth quite significantly. I guess the other risk there is what's in that soil and if you've applied pre-emergent herbicides, then that soil can potentially be thrown onto those adjacent rows as well, thereby increasing the, the risk of herbicide damage as well. So they're things to be mindful of. What we can do to try and set up our bar in ameliorated soils, whether you can raise the overall um, frame height slightly to account for any sinkage of the wheels it is going to be a benefit. We've talked about preparing the ground with rolling to try and uh, minimise the, the amount of sinkage that the bar is happening. And also travel speed. Obviously, the faster and the deeper that the tines are working in the ground, the more soil throw that we so being mindful in ameliorated soil, perhaps slowing down a little bit is going to try and minimise that sort of soil throw. Thinking into the future, checking your press wheels and how well they're consolidating and furrow, because that's another risk of seeding into ameliorated ground. Press wheels that create a narrow deep trench are going to increase the risk of um, collapse of that soil thorough in these sandy soft ground and that's going to cause uh, issues with the establishment. 
perhaps getting out there and checking what's happening behind the seating bar this year when you are travelling. Ameliorated ground is going to help you make some decisions going forward. Um, perhaps wider press wheels, more of a V shape that will create a more stable furrow is going to in the future also help uh, reduce the risk of poor crop establishment when seeding back in ameliorated ground. There's lots of components to why you may have trouble, but you know, breaking those components down and, and seeing where is the trouble coming from is an important step going forward. And what about the rest of the season? How do we need to rethink herbicide or fertiliser strategies to accommodate newly ameliorated soils? I guess if you've done something quite significant to the soil, monitoring those areas and making sure perhaps weed seeds haven't been brought up to the surface are becoming a weed problem that you've not anticipated being there. And I think the uh, the biggest challenge going into this year is managing that fertiliser budget, given that we've had an early start, we've got lots of yield potential there. In some areas, we've got decent bank of soil water under them. So setting a new yield potential on ameliorated soils relative to when they haven't been ameliorated. To achieve that yield potential, we need water but we also need to drive that through nutrition and that's going to be a challenge this year given the prices um, of fertilizer but i guess having a good understanding of how much nitrogen is there and and how much nitrogen is required to drive that yield potential is going to be critical to achieving benefits from soil amelioration one of the key starting points could be actually knowing what your sort of soil end levels are so perhaps this is the year where early post sowing soil tests would be really valuable in helping you make some quick decisions around how many inputs you're going to apply to that crop because nitrogen driving yield potential, you're not going to achieve it. So we really need to be mindful of making sure there's enough nutrition. Anything about the direction of sowing that could help with ameliorated ground? Another option that can be beneficial that a lot of farmers have reported to us is seeding on an angle to the ripping process. Can someone help trying to actually just get better trafficability uh, and, and better flotation um, of equipment going on a slight angle to the direction of ripping. So that's another thing that you you may want to consider if possible, if you are uh, having trouble. Is there anywhere else that we can go to learn more about your work? Yeah, head over to the uh, Mallee Sustainable Farming website and connect through the social media channels for information, particularly uh, we've got a lot of work in this space happening in regards to amelioration. And also we've got quite uh, a lot of new projects that are coming on board trying to continue our learning in the space there'll be plenty of opportunities for for local field walks and and face-to-face events over the next couple of years keep in touch with msf to to see what's happening in your area really comprehensive information there michael thank you so much and thank you to our listeners for joining us on the msf farm talk podcast if you'd like to learn more about this topic we are hosting a managing mallee soils facebook group which is funded by the future drought funds networks to build drought resilience program in this group we share a lot of relevant topics in relation to managing mallee soils thanks for joining us if you want to hear more like and subscribe to the msf farm talk podcast catch you later